0: Imagine that one day you design a shirt and share it through social media with your friends and family just to get a uh, get a sense of what they think. Now, imagine that the very first comment that someone puts in says, I wouldn't be caught dead in that shirt. I don't wear shirts. Okay, calm down, big boy. Wouldn't that be unnecessary? Wouldn't that be rude? Now, check out this example. Imagine that your kid or your nephew brings to you a painting for you to share with people through social media and get a feedback for what they think. Now, imagine that the very first comment that someone posts says, my kid could do way better than that with one arm tied behind her back. Wouldn't that be unnecessary? Wouldn't that be rude for you to get a comment like that? That's what we're talking about today. Being rude online. These, of course, are some very exaggerated examples, but there's some very subtle ways in which you and I may come across as rude. On today's episode of The Gentlemen's Brotherhood, I want to share with you seven things that you and I may be doing that come across as rude, and they may be painting us in a negative light to other people. I'll also share three tips from a notable American icon that can help us better behave when it comes to interacting in social media and online. And finally, I'm going to share some special tips that I use every day in order to avoid being that guy. This and more on today's episode of The Gentleman's Brotherhood. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gentleman's Brotherhood. My name is Juan Sepulveda. I am your host, and I thank you for taking the time to be with me here today. If you're new to us, we create content to help you become a better man today. Today's episode of the Gentleman's Brotherhood is sponsored by Brothers and Bonds. More about them later in the show. On today's episode, we're going to talk about these seven things that you and I may be doing inadvertently and creating chaos with our friends and family. Now, you may want to stay to the end because I have some tips to share with you about how to avoid any of this and not being that guy. So let's jump right into them. Number one, commenting unnecessarily. On that first example I shared with you about the person writing the first comment and being super rude, you know how he could have fixed that? Simple, just swiping, just scrolling through and not stopping and being annoying or being rude to other people now. You may be tempted because you perhaps see that someone made a post that it's ill-informed or perhaps is spreading some information that you don't appreciate or that you think it's wrong. I understand how you feel. But if you don't have to post something, if you don't have to comment, don't. Perhaps have a, uh, take a moment to think, okay, how can I best approach this comment? How can I best contribute to the conversation? But most of the time, anytime someone makes a comment that is rude, like the ones I shared with you earlier, it's completely unnecessary. That person could could have just scrolled through, moved on with their life, and just not come across as a complete jerk. And of course, I don't want you to come across like that. Just think about when you take the time to comment on something. Make sure you're contributing to the conversation. That if someone is reading it, they get to learn something from you, not. Uh, not take some negativity from you. Number two, avoid any kind of condescending comments. I'm sure you've seen this. I'm sure you've seen someone make a statement about something, maybe, uh, an incorrect statement and a person would respond, educate yourself, do your homework. How do you think people feel whenever they hear that at the beginning of a phrase, do your homework? At that very moment, it's no longer an amicable dialogue. Now they become defensive and whatever you have to say, regardless of how valuable it may be, it's going to be ignored. They're not going to pay attention to it. They're not going to become better informed by your condescension. Instead, be empathetic. There's a lot of things that you know that I don't know. But by the same token, there's a ton of things that I know that you might not know. Now, what do I gain by belittling you for not knowing something I already knew? Every individual we come across has something to teach us. And we need to approach life in that manner, in in a way that we're open to learn from other people and that we're not making people feel uncomfortable or inadequate for not knowing some fact that you may be familiar with. Number three, using Logical fallacies. This is a topic that it's near and dear to my heart, and one that I will spend a little bit more time in future episodes of The Gentleman's Brotherhood" to help you use these tools of rhetoric, these tools of uh, having conversations, that will help you be a better conversationalist. They will help you protect yourself from misinformation, and they'll help you keep relationships tight together and, and, and healthy. And logical fallacies are just tools of language that people use many times unintentionally that deviate from a civil conversation. Now, I'll give you an example. One of them is an ad hominem. In the ad hominem uh, fallacy, the individual, instead of addressing the topic of hand, will make an attack against the person perpetrating it. For example, if we were talking about um, if we were talking about a new construction that's happening somewhere in your city and the person says something, right? If your response is, well, I can't trust you because you always get the facts wrong. I don't know where you're getting your information from. Now, that's an attack on that individual's ability to project or share information that's accurate. Attacking that individual, uh, that's what's called an ad hominem. Guess what people's reaction is for the most part whenever they're being attacked, especially in, in a way like that. They'll put up those shields. They won't allow any any more information to flow through. Now you've become an adversary instead of a uh, conversation partner. So that is one of the ad hominems that I wanted to share. A red herring is another one that's utilized quite often where people are talking about one topic and then one of the individuals brings up something that is not entirely related and diverts from the main topic. I'm sure you've seen this. It's like most most people address it like don't change the subject. You see? But not everybody notices when the red herring is dragged along and people follow it and now the conversation is going in a completely different uh trajectory as before but like i said more on these on a separate episode because this there's plenty of material for us to discuss there and a lot of tricks that i i want to share with you about them number four sharing graphic content there are some things that once you see them you can't unsee them like if someone stubs their toe on the corner of a night table and shows a picture of it to you of their mangled black and blue toe. (laughs) Nobody wants to see that. So you may be inclined to share with your friends pictures like this, but I totally discourage you from doing so. You may not think it's offensive, but for some people's sensibilities, it may be quite a unforgettable offense. Instead, if you want to share what happened, because, listen, we care for your well-being. We want you to be okay. We want to make sure that you're not not in pain, that you're not hurt, but we don't have to see the pictures. Let's go to the next one. Number five, publicly bashing other people. You may be tempted to write something about a coworker or a family member, even if you're not putting their name, I'm sure that if they read your post, they may know that you're talking about them. Or even worse, if a completely innocent party, someone who has nothing to do with what you're sharing, what if they think that they are the subject of your gossip or your bashing or your public humiliation? Now you have two individuals who are going to think that you are being rude and perhaps you have two relationships to mend now. So one thing to avoid whenever engaging in social media, don't go publicly saying, "Oh, a certain someone did this or is acting this way and leave it up, leave it up to interpretation. It's, it's not nice and it really has the capacity to expand into a way more complicated situation in the future. Number six, ghosting. Okay, what is ghosting is ignoring somebody's communication or pretending that you didn't see that message pop up and moving along and ignoring it. I know you're busy. I'm busy. Everyone's busy. Maybe you're postponing it to the future. You want to respond to it later. Keep something in mind. A lot of people will attribute an ignored message as a rude behavior. It may not be in your intention. But regardless, it's coming across as a rude behavior. So here's something that you can do to mitigate that. This is something I I learned from David Allen, which is the author of the book called Getting Things Done. And in it, he has a two-minute rule. If whatever comes across you, email, text message, phone call, if it's something that you can handle within two minutes, go ahead and get it off your plate. Just do it. Allowing these kinds of messages, these kinds of requests to accumulate not only will overwhelm you, but it may be casting you on a negative light to the people that are sending the messages. So my advice is if it takes two minutes or less, just get it out of your plate, get it done. All right. Hopefully that helps. Number seven, tagging people unnecessarily. I know I have been guilty of this in the past. Maybe it's something that I want you to notice because you may be interested in it. Or maybe it has something loosely related to you and I tag you. I've come to understand how annoying this can be. And you don't want to do that, right? So think if the individual is not on the photo that you're posting, if the individual is not related to that, it's better to not post something. If this is something that perhaps you want this person to to notice it may be better for you just to forward that post to the individual directly through a message, uh, but not tagging them unnecessarily. And there you have it. Those are seven things that if you and I pay attention to, we can correct and avoid coming across as rude unnecessarily. Now, I have three tips from an American author, an American icon that you may be familiar with. And this is practical advice that can help you not just in social media, but In your personal relationships and in your business but before i get there i want to ask you to please stick around and listen to this message from today's episode sponsor
1: the way we dress is an unspoken language that introduces us to the room before we have the opportunity to our presentation is essential as it communicates our character and establishes our bond as gentlemen we hold ourselves to a higher standard our word is our obligation and how we tailor ourselves helps pledge our distinction from the others that's why at brothers and Bonsco we work directly with craftsmen and designers around the globe to bring you expertly curated accessories that complement any fraternal lifestyle from the casual weekender to the formal freemason brothers and Bonsco offers products that suit your weekends by the lake or your nights out at the lodge, while providing a personalized experience to each of our customers. That's what makes us uniquely Brothers and Bonds. Go find us on Instagram or at brothersandbonds.com.
0: Welcome back. Who is this mystery author that I'm talking about? It's none other than Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie is a lecturer, an author an educator. He is the author behind the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And he shares a rule that that he has that is called the three C's. And I'm going to share those with you because if you keep these in mind, whenever you're interacting with people on social media, or even in your day-to-day business and your day-to-day life, you could avoid a lot of these instances where you come across as rude. And here are the three C's from Dale Carnegie. Number one, don't criticize. Number two, don't condemn. And number three, don't complain. If you avoid these three things, I guarantee you, you'll have less instances in which you're coming across as rude or inconsiderate. And I'll give you some examples of how these work in your daily life. Don't criticize. I'm sure you can identify with this, where you come across someone who seems to always be talking about someone else criticizing them behind their back. What does that make you feel or think about them? Does it give you the impression that when you're not around, you are the target of such criticism? Even if that's not the case, that's the impression that people give whenever they're constantly criticizing. Also, the negativity that it brings is is something that is just unpleasant to be around. The second one, don't condemn is slightly related to the first, but the condemnation here comes when someone passes judgment, almost establishing a brand or establishing some sort of label for an individual. So imagine that perhaps a person is late to a meeting. We don't know the circumstances of it, but condemning them would be now casting them in the light of people that are irresponsible, Now saying well, this person can't be trusted because they were late. Condemning people like that uh, shows a lack of empathy. If it's a, a habitual tardy person, well, that's a different thing. But condemning people right off the right off the bat is some—it's a bad habit, and it's one that can paint us in a very negative light. And finally, don't complain. First, we don't know what troubles other people are going through, what problems they may have they may not necessarily care to hear hard complaints. Nobody wants to be around someone who is constantly complaining, especially when it comes from a point of privilege. Someone who's complaining about something that's trivial or something that is perhaps unappreciated is is something that doesn't lend itself for building relationships or or building a a warm, fuzzy feeling whenever you see a person. A complainer is just uh, something that you and I don't want to be. Now, here's a bonus tip. This is something that I do, and I encourage you to do it as well. Use this as a tool to avoid any form of being rude. And the, it's a three step thing. Whenever you're going to post a comment or you're going to answer someone's uh, comment over the phone or you're going to send a letter, ask yourself, how would you feel if you were the person at the receiving end of such communication? Just think about that. How would you feel if you were the one receiving this email, this text message, this letter? Number two, if your parents were looking over your shoulder at what you're writing or typing, would they be proud of you? Would they support that sort of response? Would they feel that it represented the family as a whole? And number three, imagine someone who looks up to you a child, your kid, or your nephew, or perhaps a uh, a a new employee in a company, would you want them to emulate your behavior? Would you want them to respond to people in the way that you're about to respond in this comment? That's a surefire way for you to gauge whether your response is a measured one, is one that is adequate. So I encourage you to use that as a tool because I found it to be very helpful for me. I truly hope that it helps you in your communications as well. I hope that you found these tips useful for your daily life, that they can help you become a better man today. If you found this content useful, please do us a favor and make sure to subscribe to our channel and share with someone who may find it useful as well. I wanted to take a moment to say thank you to all of those who have signed up to be supporters of our efforts on Patreon. This is also a reminder that we're about to start shipping out the exclusive lapel pin Of the Gentleman's Brotherhood. It's exclusively available to the supporters on Patreon. If you're not one of them yet, I encourage you to see all the different perks and benefits that come with being a member of this campaign. And I hope that you choose to support our mission to help men become a better man today. Finally, I wanted to share today's episode sponsors, Brothers and Bonds. They've been very generous to offer our audience a 10% discount on their first order. So if you want to check out what they have, if you want to add some of these elegant pieces to your wardrobe and your collection, I encourage you to visit them and use the code Gents Bro at checkout for a 10% discount. And to you, as always, thank you for being a part of the Gentleman's Brotherhood. And until next time, I wish you courage and courtesy. See you soon.